after two years of being coddled and protected, Biden's first real scandal has arrived, and he will not politically survive it, by Brian Cates. There's been a lot of sound and fury over the past week in regards to the emergent classified documents scandal that has surprised the White House of current President Joseph R. Biden. It seems to me a lot of the hot takes are ill thought out and are often based on knee-jerk reactions based on the observer's confirmation biases. It was almost comical watching in real time on social media as people who had never even heard the name Robert Herr in their lives became instant experts on him in the span of 30 minutes after learning he was the new special counsel that Attorney General Merrick Garland had tapped to investigate the very real crimes involved in the highly illegal taking and storing of classified documents in unauthorized and non-secure places. So, right now there's three active special counsel investigations going on at the same time. John Durham, who is investigating how the Mueller special counsel came about when the fraud it was predicated upon should have been easily spotted and rejected. Jack Smith, who is investigating issues related to the documents taken from the former president, Donald Trump, and now the newly appointed special counsel, Robert Herr, who is investigating the current president. <clears throat> Let's rise up to the 40,000-foot view, shall we? What just happened over the last six days? President Joe Biden has ended up in the middle of a serious national security breach. There were initial efforts in the fake news to downplay the scandal as if finding classified documents in Biden's garage was no big deal, but it is a big deal. The crimes involved here are so serious a new special counsel was appointed within four days of the criminal acts coming to light. And no, I am not being hyperbolic here. All the evidence thus far points to these classified documents being of the utmost seriousness. It is a crime to, one, remove classified material from their secure locations, two, transport them to an unsecure location, and three, store hide it there with four several people having no security clearances handling them. That's not one crime, that's four. Separate crimes. From what has been reported, Biden has had possession of these documents for at least six years since his tenure as former President Barack Obama's VP ended in January of 2017. The immediate comparisons to Trump's case Cognitive dissonance immediately set in for a lot of people as they watched GarageGate unfold this week. After all, hadn't we just watched events unfold from the Mar-a-Lago raid last August when then all the legal wrangling that went on, a briefly appointed special master and then special counsel Jack Smith's appointment to sort it all out? And all this happened, despite the fact it was always known that former President Donald J. Trump had these several boxes of formerly classified documents in a storage room at his home in Mar-a-Lago, boxes kept under lock and key with Secret Service protection and security cameras in place. Trump was hit with a likely illegal raid by the FBI to seize the documents back from him. 
Trump is still litigating the issue of whether or not the documents in question were in fact still classified as the FBI, DOJ, National Archives insist they are. Trump insists he had full declassification authority as president, but now he's being told he didn't. But when it comes to the documents discovered at the Penn Center or in the Biden family garage, nobody has to put in months of investigation to determine if a series of serious national security crimes were committed or not. That's already been admitted by all the parties involved. Biden's team has already made the key admissions that, one, yes, all of these documents are still classified, and two, yes, they were removed from secure locations and were found in places they could not legally have been taken to, and three, yes, people with no security clearances ended up handling the documents. Because those three points were already established before her was brought in, the most important thing left for him to determine then is who committed the serious crimes of taking these documents and storing and hiding them at these multiple unsecure locations, and if they were ever shown to or handled by someone in a manner so as to compromise the classified information in the documents. Given everything you know about the laptop from hell and the Biden crime family's well-documented history of corruption, graft, influence peddling and funding various exotic things overseas like human trafficking and biological viral research, what's in these documents could end up being extremely explosive. Congressional committees will investigate parallel to HERS special counsel. Early chatter in the news cycle was very incoherent for several reasons, not the least of which was the narrative that the DOJ should immediately hand all the evidence to Congress to let members of the House handle the criminal investigations. I watched TV talking heads opine that these classified documents found illegally in Biden's possession should be immediately handed over to the U.S. Congress so the Congress could do its own investigation. That's an extremely bad idea, and I'll tell you why. The last time we saw the Congress handed key classified evidence in a major criminal investigation, it was immediately leaked to the press. That was the Carter Page FISA warrant back in 2018 given under seal to the Congress. That Page FISA warrant was leaked to the press just as fast as James Wolfe could arrange it. I don't mean to sh shock you, but did you know that Congress is full of drunken leakers? It's true, and anything handed to Congress, both sides of the aisle get their hands on it, R and D, one side or the other will immediately leak something to gain a partisan advantage. Does the leaking of classified evidence to the news media by Congress help solve any crimes by committing new crimes via the leaking? Asking that question is to answer it. People don't want to hear this right now, but here goes. You can't give classified documents that are part of a serious national security breach over to the U.S. Congress if you intend to prosecute anybody for this because 
Half of the Congress will leak the evidence to the media to blow up your investigation and protect their friends. You would end up not only compromising the evidence for the cases being built, you would also compromise the classified information contained in the documents. That's not going to happen, so people calling for it to happen are wasting their time. Leaks can tell you a lot, even by their absence. As you watch this play out, pay attention to where the leaks, if any, are coming from. If HERS new special counsel's office starts leaking to the press, that's your first sign it's a politicized probe, and that a cover-up is underway. You also want to look at what those leaks, likely fake, are trying to lead you to believe about what her is investigating, who he's targeting, etc. Fake leaks are constructed to appeal to confirmation bias. This is why the Mueller special counsel's fake leaks were so effective at stringing people along for almost two full years. As you all know, while Mueller's special counsel leaked regularly and often, Durham hasn't leaked anything since he started in April of 2017. Smith hasn't leaked in three months now, and her just started. The leaks, if any, are ever coming out of these two special counsels will tell us something if we pay attention and can look past our own confirmation biases. The leakers in and around the Mueller special counsel's office fed a steady diet of fake leaks to the media for 22 months, building expectations never delivered on. Those fake leaks had many people eagerly awaiting forthcoming indictments of Donald Trump Jr. and Jared Kushner for more than a year before they viciously had the rug pulled out from under them when Mueller shut down unexpectedly. The difference between the Mueller and the Her special counsels is that Mueller was tasked to investigate what is now irrefutably proven to have been a dirty trick hoax created by the Clinton campaign in 2016. Her has been tasked to investigate a series of very real crimes involving classified national security material where much of the basic evidence of said crimes have already been publicly revealed and admitted to. Biden is finished at this point. Biden will not politically survive this. A chief executive caught in this kind of massive national security breach cannot remain in office. There is no good explanation for these documents being taken, being missing for six years, and then being found where they are that absolves Biden. Biden was already a deeply unpopular president in a weakened position due to his many policy failures and lack of leadership. Had he been a strong chief executive the past 24 months, he might have been able to weather his first big scandal, but he isn't, and he won't. At some point, her is going to have to reveal, even if only in the most basic of generalizations, what these compromised classified documents are about, what they contain, and how they relate to Biden. That should tell us why they were taken. If these documents really are about China, Ukraine, and Iran, as rumored, and the her probe 
determines Biden or one of his family members played any role in their being taken and stored where they were found. Biden is leaving one way or another, whether it's resignation or impeachment slash conviction in a Senate trial. A president has to demonstrate competence and fidelity. For a sitting president to have been inarguably found mishandling classified documents for his own partisan or financial purposes is clearly demonstrating unfitness for the office he holds. Trump said the 25th Amendment would come back to haunt Biden. Go read it in full here, link in the article. There are several reasons the office of the president can become vacant. One, impeachment and removal by Senate trial. Two, physical impairment slash incapacitation. Three, death. If special counsel her produces uncontestable evidence that Joe Biden was materially involved in a serious national security breach, that's a high crime and misdemeanor. It's a real impeachable offense. Unlike the two sham impeachments of former President Donald Trump, Biden's impeachment and trial would be going over an exhaustive amount of evidence compiled by a special counsel appointed by a Democrat attorney general. As with Nixon, when faced with an impeachment and then a Senate trial he knew he was sure to lose, if Biden surveys the landscape and sees the evidence is solid, having come from the Garland DOJ no less, facing impeachment in the House and very likely conviction and removal from office in a Senate trial, Biden would very likely step down for, quote, health reasons after sending the required written notices to Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy. It's assumed the fallout from this scandal shall be limited just to Joe Biden and his family. We'll have to wait and see on that. This scandal might very well mean the lid has been lifted off, a very real Pandora's box that will engulf far more than just the Biden crime family. The corrupt D.C. political culture within which the Bidens have flourished for more than 50 years might also be in danger of exposure.